This is Capture's Bridging the Gap podcast. Some of our clients come to us having used spreadsheets as tools to bridge gaps or provide band-aid solutions. When jumping into discussions about custom software, a question that might come up is, if I get rid of my spreadsheet, what will the solution look like? Join us as we hear from senior product consultant George Ibarra as he discusses spreadsheets and how they can be an indicator that your business is ready to move to the next level. Welcome back to Bridging the Gap. I'm your host, Thaddeus Romanski, and today I'm joined by George. Welcome in, George. Yeah, thanks for having me. We're going to be talking today about a topic that um, is very interesting and surprising to me, and that's spreadsheets <laughs> and where they fit into this larger world of custom software design. Um, but before we do that, just give our audience a little bit about your background, your role at Capture. Sure. Yeah, I uh, went to Texas A&M, uh, got my computer science degree there. Actually started as an intern at Capture, uh, my junior year, I believe, and kind of decided to stay on. Um, mostly started out as an engineer. Um, we were a pretty small company then, probably under 30 people, around that 30 people mark. So you put on, a, you wear a lot of hats, right? And so uh, I slowly started doing a lot of, you know, in front of a customer, project management, user design, and then that eventually evolved into a position now we call kind of a consultant role, right? Okay. Uh, and so, yeah, I've just naturally gravitated towards, you know, face-to-face with a customer, getting a sense of their needs, requirements, design, that kind of stuff. So, yeah, it's, uh, it's, been, a, it's been a fun journey uh, and definitely not where I thought I'd be when I started. I was definitely more on the tech side, engineering mm-hmm. side of it, but yeah, it's been, it's been good. So we're going to talk about spreadsheets, the, the role that they play in companies who a lot of times become your, your clients, right? and what role they have in the custom software design cycle. Um, give us a brief history of spreadsheets as a, as a productivity tool. Yeah, I mean, I think it's a very, it's one of the early kind of softwares, I think, for a lot of companies. It's like calculators and, and spreadsheets, right? It was all about accounting, and that's kind of the origin. And, and most companies, every company needs some level of, you know, accounting, uh, people management, uh, resource management, right? And so spreadsheets are kind of a, a mundane, but kind of critical portion of, of most organizations. And, and for even Capture, right? We use spreadsheets all the time for small little tasks, keeping track of things, status tool, that kind of stuff, right? And so it's so ubiquitous and everybody knows, you know, how to write formulas now and, you know, slowly becomes kind of a tool that is uh, kind of fundamental to most organizations, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, again, there's just so much experience out there uh, that, that, you know, the, it's just such a broad knowledge of, of a tool that's just so, so flexible and so powerful. So uh, it really becomes kind of ingrained in a lot of uh, corporations. Yeah, so you mentioned even at Capture, you use spreadsheets for, for some small tasks. Yeah. Um, what, why do typically people decide to create a spreadsheet for something? What leads them to pick that up, so to speak, as a tool? Yeah, I think what I've found mostly is, is organizations growing kind of organically. And um, a lot of times it's just they don't make that, you know, what I call kind of that operational, that operate, operating system that they've been following. It doesn't, it got you here, but it's not going to get you there, right? And they just don't realize that yet. And so, you know, they've, they've grown and it, it can be uh, the organization at large or it can be a small department or something like that. And Spreadsheets are fine, you know, when it's one, two people, small set of, a, a small group of people, easy to collaborate with, easy to look at. But then as the organization grows, it definitely is, you know, geography spread, things like that, right? It, it starts to 
kind of pull at the the fibers of of what is reasonable to to kind of expect the spreadsheet to do. Okay. Okay. So it sounds like in some ways they bridge a gap, you might say. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Right? For I an mean, organization. Yeah, I mean, there's such a critical tool. Again, you can just do, you can start out and do so much inside of a spreadsheet, right? And and you don't have to know how to code. You don't have to worry about provisioning software and having someone buy something for you, evaluating licensing, any of that stuff, right? Everyone has a spreadsheet, Google Sheets, Excel, right? And you, again, you can just do so much. So they'll get you pretty far. Yeah, now I think you you have this idea of some core organizational pillars that businesses uh, or for that enterprise software needs in order for right. it to succeed. And I think you kind of use that as a as a an evaluation tool for is it time to move beyond the right. spreadsheet? Talk about those organizational right. pillars. Yeah, I like to kind of mentally when I meet a customer and I'm trying to understand the problem is really kind of test where is this organization kind of in its life cycle, right? And are they ready to make this leap? Uh, and really, I look at, you know, I, I kind of call it my four Ps. I really focus on three of them, right? The first is just purpose, right? Obviously, we want to work with companies that have purpose. That's, that's kind of goes without saying. But the three core pillars for me are people, process, and policy, right? So, you know, do they have good people? Are they driven? Um, you know, do they want to accomplish a goal? Are they working together? Is there good people collaboration, right? Outside of tools and software, are they good collaborative? Are they wearing, are they wearing the right hats in the right roles? Uh, process is, is how do they get their job done, right? Do they understand how to, how to do the work? Do they have good process or do they collaborate well within that process? And then policy is kind of this, it's the thing that's required to do to keep them safe, um, to keep the company safe. You know, you can think of regulatory policy, security policy, things like that. Um, and, and so that, that is definitely a requirement, right? Without policy, then, then you can't keep people safe. You can't keep relationships healthy, customers' data healthy and, and safe, right? And so I like to see, or is there a good balance, right, between these three pillars, right? Because what I, what I tend to see is when there is, a, when there is a lack of balance there, that's when you start seeing um, a strain on portions of the organization. And that's where you start seeing people kind of wild westing it and, and doing their own thing. And, and that's where you'll see spreadsheets and side tools and mm. you know, d- people just doing something that's like, eh, this isn't policy or this is, are, the procedures don't cover this, but I'm doing it my way. I'm doing it this way because I need to get something done, right? Um, and that's what I, that's what I dig, dig at, right? Is like, where are these gaps and how do we, how do we bridge that together? Because ultimately, you know, software, as good as it can be, as beautiful and functional as it can be, it's, it's not going to fix you know, that misbalance, right? And so right. we really like to bring in the customer and make them aware of this, right? Really shine a spotlight on it and, and really get them working uh, to kind of see that this is not necessarily always a software problem. It, it could be one of these core pillars. But you have a kind of sweet spot of synergy between those three pillars that right. you, you want to move an organization to right. or you want to shoot for. Now talk about that. What's that, what's that ideal? Yeah, for me, it's, it's really, you know, really focus on people and process, right? Policy, there's not a whole lot we can do and change within an organization. It's hard to, even for us to understand, you know, depending on the domain and the industry, uh, again, legal rules, human resource rules, things like that. Those are, hard, those are very hard things to affect with, with software, right? Software can only enforce those things. We can't really impact them. But process and people, that's where we shine, right, is is finding good people, seeing their natural process, the way they actually get work done, and then looking at the processes within the organization and saying, how do we take this process and try to map it into what people are actually doing so we 
facilitate, you know, good work and, and get, get stuff done. Right. So the marketplace is always evolving. Business challenges are always on the move. Right. Um, organizations have to learn how to adjust. People in that organization have to learn how to adjust. And you've said that that's often where you find spreadsheets is right. over on the fringes, out on the, out on the frontiers, sort, right. sort of. Um, how, how have spreadsheets kind of empowered people inside an organization to be able to, to take initiative to solve newfound problems? Right. Yeah. So, you know, necessity is the mother of invention. And, and for sure, that's the case. And in, in a lot of these organizations, right, they don't have a whole lot of tools, especially, you know, if, if an organization isn't providing them a, a playground or a framework to build their own tool set, mm. they're going to use what they have. And everyone has Excel and Office and spreadsheets and, and tools like this, right? And so that's where we see, um, you know, from business analysts to engineers, right? Um, it doesn't matter. This is, it's kind of a universal tool, right? To me, it's kind of, the tool of the proletariat against kind of this ivory tower thinking, right? It's, it, it frees them up. It's, it's, you know, Prometheus with the flame kind of stuff, right? Where <laughs> they'll come in and they'll really shake up an organization. And, and it's not until the organization either finds out about it or, or realizes like, Hey, everything relies on this spreadsheet. Right. And, and then that's when they kind of start getting scared uh, and they start worrying about it. And they're, they're, you know, the, the eye shifts to that and says, how do we, how do we get out from under this? Right. And, and that's where we're usually brought in, right? Uh, it's typically a customer that's worried, right, about this spreadsheet, uh, either data security, hey, the guy that wrote it uh, just left the company, we don't even know what he did, sure. or we're afraid he's going to leave, right? Um, he, he has a lot on his plate, this tool is how he manages it. We didn't realize it until now. So there's kind of the pros, one, a big pro of the spreadsheet is its flexibility, right. it's... Um, it's open access. It's available to. It's versatile. Yeah, it's versatile. Sure. It's it's a, it's approachable for the layman. Mm -hmm. um, specify a little bit more for us, though. Some of the cons. You were starting to get into that, but yeah, talk about that more. Yeah, I mean, I think it's a it's an aging tool for sure. Uh, a lot of the the kind of the technical constructs inside of a spreadsheet are um, very antiquated, right? Like it's written in in Visual Basic, which is kind of a dying language, right? So. You can put a lot of work into making it a tool. It's very hard to take a lot of the logic that went into building it outside, outside of that tool, right, and port it somewhere else. So that's one aspect of it. The other side is just uh, data security, right? Obviously, it's a file. It exists on your, your desktop, and it's easy for that to kind of leak out into the world, right? Um, and that, that just be, become, is becoming more and more of a worry within organizations, you know, especially now with hacking, ransomware, things like that, right? The more vital... Um, that information is within an organization, the more vulnerable you become. And it's, that's especially true if, if everything's living on someone's laptop, right? Uh, it's not spread across servers or in the cloud or anything like that. So, um, you know, the, and it's hard to police, right? I think that's probably the biggest thing for organizations. They, they don't get any transparent view into what's going on back there, right? We, we see numbers fall out. We see plots and <laughs> reports. And, but what's going on underneath this stuff? Okay. So to go back to your... So to go back to your three or organizational pillars of policy, people, and process, captures drive to understand the why behind their clients' business problems kind of gets at the heart of this people and process piece. How does what you guys do um, honor the initiative shown by those, those people who, who pick up the, the flame of the spreadsheet and 
leverage it to create great software by understanding the process that it's trying to exist in. Right. Yeah, we like to kind of flip the problem on its head, right? A lot of customers come to us and say, you need to get rid of this. How do I get rid of this, right? And you're definitely getting hit from all angles with tools that are easy drop-in replacements or upload your spreadsheet and now it lives in the cloud and that's a way to share it. And they're really trying to replace the tool. We like to come in and start kind of from the ground level, right? And, and really work with the people that built it because one is they understand the problem or else they wouldn't have come up with a solution, right? And, exactly. And that the solution is, is being used means it's successful, right? And, and how do we mimic that success, right? Um, you know, we're, I, I like to think we write blue collar software and we're blue collar people and, and we definitely gravitate to that part of an organization, right? It's, it's, it's people, the people that are doing the work, people getting things done, because that's where the value within an organization is, right? And so um, we like to bring those people in, really identify um, them as kind of champions of the product and, and really get our customers to see them not as threats or as these mavericks and rogues, right? But to see like they have initiative, they, they want to get stuff done, they want to do yeah. their job right. How do, we, how do we maximize what they're doing and make it something that kind of, again, rebalances the organization, right? Take their best thinking and make it, make it a product that can grow your organization. Yeah, I really love that, that honoring of the initiative that folks who design spreadsheets show right. and not just kind of casting aspersions on them that they're, um, they're out to, up to no good or something right. like that, you know? So it's clearly important to be... Um, crystal clear about the problem that an, an existing spreadsheet is solving. Talk, talk about that some more. Yeah, I mean, uh, it's really easy to look at the spreadsheet itself and say, okay, I understand what's going on. Data goes here, uh, a data gets populated over here, a plot falls out over here, right? We really like to kind of pull away and examine the people and the processes and, and the interactions around it to really get a sense of what are, what's the real world problem this spreadsheet is actually trying to solve, right? Is it a lack of collaboration? Is it a lack of a tool set, right? They, they work in this software, there's a gap, and then they have to put information in this other software, right? Um, or someone's asking them for reports or numbers, and, and they need, just need a way to compute that information and get it back in front of their manager as quickly as possible, right? So we really like to kind of back up a little bit out of the tool and really like to see people in their day-to-day -day and you know, really identify what is, what's happening in the real world how is the spreadsheet critical to the process and, and, and the information that flows through and out of it? Um, and how, do we, how will we slot something in? Because what we found is spreadsheets are really hard to, to kind of pull out of an organization. Mm. Again, they are so versatile. They're so powerful. And when the spreadsheet is yours, it, it belongs to you. It's your baby. You have power over what information flows into it and what, what information flows out of it. And no one's looking over your shoulder, right? Oh, so it's fascinating. Kinda, it's hard to just convince someone to be like, hey, it's, it's going to work this way, but better, but your boss is going to be able to see how you use it day in and day out, right? So there's a, definitely a battle there as well for us to kind of earn the trust of, of the people that built the tool and, again, honor their vision and build software that, that really maximizes their potential and also delivers on what they initially set out to do. So is there a, a right way and a wrong way to move away from spreadsheets is that is that kind of what your role is as the consultant to yeah. help them do that in a in a smart way yeah for sure i think you know i just for me the wrong way to do it is to replace the technology right always starting out with technology starting out with in for the data of the spreadsheet right and saying if we can only move this data out we'll we'll be fine right we'll give them a spreadsheet but it's in the cloud now go there instead it looks just like the tool you just built right and 
that's absolutely the wrong way to do it, right? Because again, what you're what you're not seeing are the gaps within the organization, the gaps within your process and your policy, and um, those aren't going to go away just by putting it up somewhere in the cloud, right? And you're just gonna you're just gonna you know piss off the guy that wrote it, right? And and that's that's the worst outcome too, right? Is that you demotivate the person that was motivated to build this tool? Yeah, sure, exactly. I think that's a great kind of place to, to close to bring things to an to an end. Just tell us again, what do you admire about those people who create spreadsheets, their drive to create, their passion to improve the organization? I, it's been clear from our conversation that that's something you really respect. Right. Yeah. It's it's hard to understand, especially in in uh, you know the, the the times we live in a day, how how or why someone would go out of their way to work harder, right? When they can kind of coast, especially in a lot of organizations we see where you know it's 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 thousands of people deep or deep organizations, a ton of middle management, right? Like, why is this one person who has no incentive to work harder or build this tool out, right? Why is he doing this? And you know, sometimes it's, hey, we're, we're all lazy. We want to maximize our time at work and we want to get things done quickly and we don't want to deal with the BS, right? And that's part of it too. But, you know, I really respect uh, someone who doesn't have the skills of programming and software, but finds a way to work through that, uh, through software, right? That, that, that reminds me of when I, why I got it, I got started in this, right? I was just a kid kind of messing oh, around. So awesome. and, and And that reminds me of that, that, kind of curiosity, right? And, mm-hmm. and that's what we, that's the common thread. They're, they're all curious. They all want to do a good job, right? They're not incentivized to do it. They just want to do good work, right? And that's, that's exactly the type of people that we, that we want to follow, right? Because we know they're going to go on and, and, and move on and do better things and, and grow within that organization. Um, and, you know, we're a word of mouth company and there's so many people that started out as, you know, a field guy, field manager guy, who's now, you know, director, CEO, you know, what have you within that organization. And, you know, those are the people we kind of glom onto and we say, hey, we, we want to follow, we want to maximize you. You're the, exactly the kind of person we want to we kind of attach ourselves to. Well, thanks, George. This was a really interesting conversation. It, by the title, you, it, it sounds like it's going to be all about software and technology, but it really end, ended up being about people. Yeah, exactly. Thank you. Yeah, thank you. Thank you for tuning in. Join us for the next podcast where we will ask the question, how does Capture choose the right technology when it comes to custom software solutions? If you have any questions or need advice on custom software, visit our website, capture.com. That's C-A-P-S-H-E-R.com.